Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Naomi premieres Tuesday, January 11th, or you can stream free next day on The CW app. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Omarion. This is Omarion. I am an artist, not a variant. So please be aware if you just so happen to run into me on the street, you don't have to isolate for five days, nor do you have to have a negative test result in order to dance to my music. So while it's important not to touch me and to keep your distance, because you know that's how it's supposed to be, <laughs> you don't need a negative test to dance to my music, all right? So I want to tell everybody, stay safe, be good to one another, and have a happy new year. He's handling this well. <laughs> He's handling this. Like as well as possible. So nobly. <laughs> like... Truly, it's like really like the best you can hope for. It's really just know. this scenario. But the thing your name is being confused with is something as terrible as Omicron. He's really right. taking this in stride. And not only, it's funny because it's like Omarion even is like, he's mononymous too. So it's not even like mm-hmm. he, like, what is what is Omarion's last name? Like, I have no fucking idea. He can't even be like, oh, it's Omarion Smith or whatever. Cause Grandberry. Like, it's, okay. <laughs> well, like, no one knows that. It's Grandberry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's Grandberry. Uh, anyway, that's a good name. That doesn't sound like a variant. Omarion Grandberry is like a gorgeous name. Fauci being like the new variant is Grandberry. Now we're really in trouble. <laughs> Grandberry. Another piece of breaking news. This is very themy, but it's because it's about tabloids. It's pretty funny and hooey. Yes, Betty White died. That's very sad. She was 99. But what's hilarious is that she was on the cover of People magazine for making it to 100. I Her final joke. Her final joke was dying before the t- cover was real. But I do think that she would find it amusing that her like Twitter account was like, can't wait to be 100. Thanks, People Magazine. And then like, not quite, you know. Time now for Pop News. Janae's got her Pop News hat back on. Yep. <laughs> All right, popped it back on. Time for Pop News. And we begin this morning with Miss Betty White gearing up for her centennial birthday. In just a few weeks, the Golden Girl will be bringing in the big one double O. That's right, 100. And to celebrate early, she's revealing her secrets to longevity. The actress sitting down with People Magazine saying that she was born an optimist and that finding the positive is the key to her long life. Notes we can all take on that. It's the perfect way for someone that funny and that like universally liked to go, to go out. out. Yeah. And did you see, I, fa- I saw this on Just Jared, Betty White's cause of death revealed. And I was like, what could it be? And it was literally just natural <laughs> causes. Died in sleep. years old. 99. And I was like, wow, everything about her death is so desirable. <laughs> Who I wouldn't want to die of natural causes right before their 100th birthday while on the cover of People magazine? It's true. And I do think as a culture, we'll remember her as dying at 100 because there's no... It's like a lot of evidence that is to the contrary will like disappear and they'll just be like the People magazine cover and they'll be like, oh, t- Betty White turned 100 in 2022 and that was so great. And like we mm-hmm. celebrated it and they gave her a TV special, which, by the way, I got a TMZ alert. I turned them back on like an idiot. And the TMZ alert one oh. told me that she had died at brunch and I yelled it out and told everyone and it wasn't a great vibe. So I need to learn how to not do that anymore. <laughs> but number two, our waiter was like, what? 
<laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. Oh, Jesus. But number two being, I got an alert that was like, Betty White's 100th birthday celebration TV special still happening. It's still happening, yeah. Well, it clear, still I mean, happen. it's still like, actually as a tribute to her life as a now dead person, it's it's more impactful. No? I know. Here's a, here's a sentence. I hate beginning a sentence with this or just saying the sentence at all. Sure. I saw a great tweet from Paula Poundstone <laughs> and <laughs> Okay. And That's it was normal something sentence. like it was something like it's great that we told Betty White how much we loved her while she was alive. And I was like, that is true. For the past like 20 years of her life, all people did was say, we love you. We can't yes. believe you're still alive. When we was can't she believe on you're an... still alive and we love you. When was she on SNL? When she was uh, 10 years ago? 10, yeah. so 11 years ago. Mm, 12. 12. 12. <laughs> no. uh, 12. 12 12 years. Okay, well, 12 years. Sure. 12 years ago, just barely, she was on mm-hmm. SNL because of a meme campaign. Literally, we used mm-hmm. to do that shit. And mm-hmm. it actually was like probably the only good meme campaign there ever was. The only one that actually made sense and proved to be adorable. She went on. She did an amazing job. And since then, for the past, you're right, 12 years, it has just been, even though she hasn't done anything, I mean, she's like not, she's old, like she got mm-hmm. to just hang out, hopefully. Uh, we've celebrated, it's just been nonstop, like we love Betty White and also quote unquote, where is she? You know, because we got so mm-hmm. used to her being everywhere for a hot minute. All of the time. Yeah. You know, but it was funny mm-hmm. because the other thing that I noticed, which was very, the Who Weekly feed, which we follow a ton of Who's on on Instagram. I have never, ever seen as many actors and celebrities who are just random. Like, who's? Who, who's up the wazoo? Everyone had a photo with Betty White. And at first yeah. I was like, okay, so we've, you know, she's really made the rounds in terms of, like, posing in photos with people. No. Every single photo that I saw that was just some random who was like, I'm so happy <laughs> that I got to work with Betty White. And I was like... How many fucking projects did Betty White do when she became what like an old lady? Like she, mm-hmm. for years this woman made the rounds to, so that she worked with every single rando because I've never seen this many photos of people with a celebrity who's died. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like five generations of who's and thems have worked with Betty yeah. White. Everyone from like Jody Sweden to like Golden Barbie had a photo with <laughs> Betty White somehow. And they're like, I loved working with her. And it's like, <laughs> not that I'm trying to be like, you know, to test them. But like, when did you work with her? Like on, on what project? Oh my God, all the housewives had photos with her. I was like, what is this? <laughs> she got around. It explains why everyone liked her so she much. She really got around. She got around. Here's uh, here's a segue. Here's a great clip. One of my favorite Betty White clips uh, of all time. Stop wasting the taxpayers' money. Yank out that tree and start pouring cement. Mrs. Claxton, think about what you're doing. That beautiful old tree is 200 years old. How can you hate a living thing? I hate you. <laughs> That's it. I have had all take from you. Now, if you don't have the common decency to treat people like human beings, well, then I'm sure as hell not going to waste my time kissing your fanny. Now, if you don't like it, Mrs. Claxton, you just sit there and shut up while we have our say. And if you don't like it, just drop dead. Go on, Dorothy. What happened? 
You know when you told her to drop dead? Yeah. I think she did. So right after Betty White tells mean old lady Claxton to sure. drop dead, she drops dead. She literally <laughs> falls over dead and has a heart attack in the courtroom. You've brought and it this is a gr- moment up again before. I yeah. brought this moment. I probably brought it up a million times. Yeah. Um, I was actually watching Golden Girls while eating my lunch when I got the news of Betty White's death, which From was me, so poetic unfortunately. and unfortunately, Very sad. So when this episode, this episode is about Betty White wanting to save a tree that's in her neighborhood <laughs> that is on the property of mean old lady Claxton. And she gets petitions from all the other neighbors to save this tree. But the uh-huh. tree is on Mean Old Lady Claxton's property. And Mean Old Lady Claxton's like, I don't give a shit about this tree. Chop it down. To, I'm reclaiming Mean Old Lady Claxton. Just call her Mrs. Claxton, please. Mean Old Lady Claxton. So Mrs. Claxton. Thank you. Um, doesn't want the tree. She tells the city council, go ahead and chop it down. Rose uh-huh. gets upset, tells her to drop dead. She dies. A similar happen. <laughs> A similar thing is happening to Rosie Huntington Whiteley. Who is she again? She is Jason Statham's fiance slash uh, a model. She's a model. Rosie she's Huntington a model. Whiteley. But she's yes. Jason Statham's fiance or wife. I yes. thought they were married. Fiance. Yeah. No, they've never gotten married. That's they have surprising. Kids. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's kids. yeah, that's what I. Okay, so uh-huh. fiance. Fine. Sure. I think it's just they've been together for so long that uh-huh. you would assume, and they've been engaged for so long right. that you would assume they're married? No. Uh-huh. So this is happening to Rosie Huntington-Whiteley, only she's mean old lady Claxton. Excuse me, Mrs. Claxton. She she's wants mean to old lady. Down... No, you can call Rosie Huntington-Whiteley mean old lady Huntington-Whiteley if you want. <laughs> okay. Just so to be clear on who is like what's happening here. Mean old lady Huntington-Whiteley <laughs> wants to chop down a cherry tree in front of her house and also cut off the crown of the apple tree that's in front of her house uh-huh. but all of her neighbors are getting pissed off and they are protesting and they're saying this tree should not be shut chopped down mm. um and the neighbors are being interviewed by the daily mail there's a hole to do it's very unclear what's going to happen um but they want more light in their apartment <laughs> rosie and jason right and the tree is like covering the the light or whatever Permission has been granted to prune a southern magnolia tree, a bay laurel, a camellia, and a redbud in their back garden. Okay. So they're just really mm-hmm. going all – they're going off. They're moving they're, – they're fucking with every tree in the vicinity, basically. I love these written testimonials that the Daily Mail got a hold of, I guess, because it's public record. The street is a hodgepodge of greenery. Everyone's doing their own attempt at gardening, but that's the nature of the street. So to come along and just chop down a tree and not put any plan in place is a bit bizarre and not a particularly friendly thing to do. Another neighbor in a written objection said, It's a pretty, symmetrical, slow-growing tree that provides a pleasing view and assists privacy between neighbors. I see no reason why a perfectly healthy tree should be removed to the detriment of our streetscape. I have a feeling that everyone on the street is probably a big asshole no matter what anyone wants to do, but I do enjoy um, the petty drama between rich people in London. Basically, this is still being decided by the city council or something, so there's some board that that will have the ultimate decision, and they're expected to come to this decision God, shortly. I love this quote. Why buy into a street that you want to change? I'm not a tree hugger. I just object to the process. <laughs> This has been going on for months, by the way. This first started happening in, like, October, and we're still trying to figure out what the result is going to be. It kind of depends on, like, what... What are you going to say? Are you about to say something controversial? You're like, chop down the tree, Lindsay. Are you mean old lady Lindsay? Mean old lady Weber? (laughs) No, I'm thinking, like, if I bought a house on, like, a tree-lined street... 
part of it would be like, especially if it was like a brownstone, everybody's like kind of up on on each other's asses. Those trees out front would be like a big selling point too, because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, look how nice this street is. Like it's so pleasant to walk down, and like we have such good oxygen from these trees coming in through the windows. You know, mm-hmm. it would be sad if your neighbor was like bye bye to the tree. You know. Also, yeah, when you're butt up against your neighbors, when you're in this sort of thing, it is very, it's more communal. People who are this rich, who own like big, beautiful London brownstones, they have so much time on their hands to fight about trees, you know? Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how they spend their time. That's right. how they spend their time. Although I don't necessarily want to be on Jason Statham's bad side. Or do I? <laughs> <laughs> Jason Statham is like going to cut the tree himself in the middle of the night and they're going to like be like, eh, well, we're not taking him on. Sorry for making you so mad, Jason. <laughs> what can I do to fix it? Jason Statham's next movie is like the the lumberjack, <laughs> like or something. His last movie was literally called The Wrath of Man. <laughs> well, now listen up, boy. I said throw the money in the flatbed. Try to get clever again, and old boy is getting a face full of. Sh- Just do what he says. Get in the truck next time, you Sorry, pal. Moving on. Denise Richards got in trouble for being on a plane. Okay. For being on a plane. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Airplane drama happening all over the world over the past week, right? Because of Omarion. Because of weather. Because of uh, spikes in travel. You know, like, air travel is a disaster top to bottom, front to back. Yeah, and airplanes don't discriminate. If your plane is canceled, if you're famous, your plane could still be canceled. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. Even if, you're pl- if, even if you're flying first class or business, your flight can still be canceled. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Exactly. Everybody was stressed on the plane, but Denise Richards took it one step further by just also being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has to wear a mask on the plane unless they are actively eating. Or drinking. Bobby's um, like practicing like for his a sip. next career as a... As a flight attendant? Yeah. I'd be a good... Oh, I'd be a good flight attendant. No, you wouldn't. Good. Are, yes, I would. Bobby, are you... I'm serious. Kidding me? I would just have a... I would, I would start worrying about soft tissue cancers, though, because flight attendants do have a higher rate of that. People mm. are... People are famously... <laughs> People are famously rude to flight attendants, and every single person who'd be rude to, you would fixate on for hours. Every flight would set you back years. Thinking about each interaction you had with somebody who was rude because they were on yeah, a plane you know, and miserable. Are you kidding? I just feel like I, I could You'd be, be like this one guy. I said- do I do take criticisms more terribly than most but people. Not I take criticism very very badly. Not criticisms, just like you would literally wake up somebody from a nap to serve them coffee and they would be like, "Uh," and you'd be like, oh, "For days." <laughs> Okay, would you be a good flight attendant? You'd be good. Probably. You'd be like, ma'am, put up your seat. Ma'am. <laughs> Probably. No, I don't like, I don't really like confrontation that much. No, 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 no. You but know? you don't fixate on it like I do. You're right. No, You're I wouldn't right. fixate on it. We both be bad it. flight attendants. I wouldn't fixate on it, but I, I don't, I don't want to have to talk to any, like I wouldn't want to, I, I don't want to have, like be the person who's like d- dealing out the lo- the rules of the, the the air, <laughs> the rules of the mm-hmm. air, or like whatever. I don't want to yeah, be some air yeah. cop, you know? <laughs> so you wouldn't want to go up to Denise Richards and say, ma'am, please put in a mask and then fight back when she says, I don't need a mask because I'm wearing a giant hoodie and a huge winter coat that's thicker than any mask, which I'd is what like, Denise Richards said. Ma'am, your run on Beverly Hills Housewives was 
despicable. <laughs> Please put on a mask. I am f***ing Denise Richards, Kyle. I don't think these bitches know. I've been on, like, every f***ing magazine cover you can possibly imagine that they would want to be on. No, but this, it's not, it's one thing to, it's one thing to not, to, it's one thing. I mean, it's one stupid thing to, like, disobey and, like, not wear a mask. It's another thing to post it. Like, this <laughs> there is, was like, no reason deranged for her to post it. behavior. Right. It's, Anyone... not like, it's not like you or I were on an airplane that said, and said, Denise Richards spotted not wearing a mask and no yelling about her. how she's wearing a a coat instead. No one did that. She no did this all herself. No one spotted her. Not one person spotted her. Demois was nowhere to be seen. Nobody batted an eye to see this woman. She posted, anyone that is upset that I am not wearing a mask, I'm hiding under a hoodie and a huge winter coat. The 50-year-old wrote over in a self a since-expired selfie, aka she didn't delete it. Please, thicker than my mask. Denise Richards does not understand. Denise Richards seems to not understand how masks work, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, the photo that she took, the selfie, she wasn't even under the hoodie, nor did she have a mask on. So it's just very confusing. She seems like a true wackadoo. Wackadoo. <laughs> then she, Idiot. then people exclusive Denise Richards realized it wasn't the right thing to share a maskless selfie on a plane. Sources. I mean, not to be whatever, but like you, you cannot wear a mask all over town. But when you're on a plane, like you could get kicked off the plane. Like remember the woman on our flight yes. who, the flight attendant on our flight who was like. <laughs> She was like, I know we don't woman. like this. I know we all hate this. We hate this as much as you do. We all hate this. But you got to wear your mask. I saw a man get a $10,000 like, fine. Y'all get fined. I don't want to see y'all get fined. Just right. put on your mask. It's awful. And I was like, lady, what? She took an alternative route <laughs> to like. She did. Telling people to keep their masks on. I do think you were pissed at her. But I do think that she was playing to her crowd. Because we were yes. in the South. You know? We were in a We were in a place we were but we were in Nashville? front of those people who Atlanta? we were in front of those people who that those guys oh, who were, were like, like i think that biden's c coming up with the variants and we yeah. were like what <laughs> what does that even mean sir and he was like oh i'm glad we're on the same page i was like oh what what page is this get me off this page i think part of me thinks that that woman was doing a, like a play you know she, she was like, doing knew, a bit she knew how to like get to the real heart of the matter here Denise Richards mm -hmm. needed somebody to be like, honey, we know this is not fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she should have been fined $10,000. I do love the source quotes that the People story got. The anonymous friends of Denise talked to People and they said, Stop. Denise realized it wasn't the right thing to do <laughs> to post the picture. In reality, she wore her mask the entire time except when she was taking sips of water. She believes in masks and she really does follow the rules. She is not one of those people who is anti-masks. The way she handled it was strange, posting the photo. She's ready to admit that she was an idiot to post the photo. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a real ass quote right there. <laughs> That's good. That's a good quote. It is a whole, it's just a very strange situation because this was defensive for no reason. This was, this is man this is a Wendy's. That's what this was. Yeah, it really was, man. This is a Wendy's. Like, nobody asked for this. And you, like, he's just a se just the hugest self-own ever, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Very much like, when is Denise getting off the plane? Like, also, how did she post this? Like, the f she used the free plane Wi-Fi to post this bullshit? Get out of here. You can't post images on free plane Wi-Fi. Right, you gotta pay to post images. She and paid Go-Go Air, like, $100 <laughs> so she could post this offensive <laughs> Instagram story. What a waste. Go-Go. Sorry. Go-Go is a fucking scam. 
Imagine Denise Richards trying to sign into her GoGo account. <laughs> That's comedy. Imagine me trying to sign into my GoGo account. I can barely do it. You think Denise can do it? I'm like, do I need to buy a Boingo pass or a GoGo pass? <laughs> is there a difference? <laughs> Wi-Fi in the sky is like still a very magical thing to me. Like, I don't know how they do it. Like, how do they no. do it? I'd have no idea. It should cost a no million idea. dollars because it does feel like absolute magic. I don't know how Wi-Fi works on the ground. <laughs> oh, see. on the ground, you don't know how it works either. No. But it's I'm in the sky. mystified by it. Yeah. I don't even know what the internet is. So I'm not going to try to figure out how Wi-Fi works when I'm 30,000 feet above the earth. Things I don't understand. Part two. Plumbing. <laughs> okay, but you do. Vaguely. You understand plumbing. Kind of. I don't necessarily understand how sewers work. Okay. That's besides the point. Rachel Brosnahan found a drowned rat in her toilet, and she posted about it everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. I do feel like we need a trigger alert. If you live in New York City and you don't want to hear about this, you should skip forward because we're going to just talk about it. But um, it is something that apparently can happen even if you're a who uh-huh. or you're a them yeah. or you're a We all live in the same dirty city. You could city. find a drowned rat in your toilet in NYC. Mm-hmm. She had to scoop it out with two pieces of wood like chopsticks. I'm sorry. Who added that bullet point? Was that you or was that Timmy? I, I think that was Timmy. She had to <laughs> scoop it out with two pieces of wood like chopsticks. To be fair, the image does it does look like gigantic chopsticks. She has two gigantic pieces of wood. Remember when my toilet kept like spewing sewage all over my bedroom? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, New York. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the first thing you think. I'm like, well, everything smells like poop. I know. But, oh, New York well, City, it's, baby. It's not even having a rat in your toilet that is New York. It's the attitude in response to that happening to you mm-hmm. that is New York to me. Like Rachel Brosnahan posting this and being like, well, yikes. Like that to me is like the attitude. That's New York. Also New York. Versus like... This is humiliating and also disgusting and, like, I'm going to die and I have to move, you know? Also, New York, going to the coffee shop after there's poop all over my bedroom stuff, looking visibly distraught and having the coffee shop barista, shout out Sean, uh, saying, what's wrong? Me telling him the story and then them giving me free coffee. That's New York. That's New York. That's New York. This one's on us. This one's on us. And if you aren't, like, getting your free sympathy coffee from Barista after something awful happens to your New York City apartment, you're not taking advantage. No. You know what I mean? Exactly. So the thing that's great about this story is that, number one, Rachel Brosnahan, uh, who, definitely a who, marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, no one cares sure. about this show. Every- Are you even watching this but show But that's anymore? the thing. Every- I do. Because, well, every time it comes out, you know, I watch it and then I forget it immediately. Yeah. It's like Shawnee does this, too. It's like she's it com- the show comes out, you binge all the episodes, then you're like, who? You know? Immediately. <laughs> but she's definitely that's a who. That's not, even, that's not even a a debate right she's a who right right so rachel brosnahan uh finds a drowned rat in her toilet has to take it out and what's funny about this is i think we mentioned this but she posted this on every social outlet she posted this on instagram on twitter and her tiktok what's great about it and what shows a little bit of how savvy she is she used a different caption for each one which i find kind of impressive a rat climbed up the pipe into our toilet but the lid was closed so our ip Ratatouille. I can't. Oh my god. <coughs> wrap it up, wrap it up. I can't. You have to. <laughs> you put the gloves on. Oh my god. I think I became a woman and a New Yorker just now. 
So she didn't like auto cross promote. She like manually yeah, she posted manually everywhere. It. She chose. She she uh, adjusted the copy based on her audience and her platform, which I thought was a little clever of hers. So Instagram says, "New York, I love you. Stay safe out there, folks, and let's please look out for each other as this new wave moves through our ranks." In other NYC news, today I pulled a drowned rat out of our toilet, and then on Twitter she wrote. <laughs> Just pulled a drowned rat out of our toilet, and I'm pretty sure I can finally call myself a New Yorker. Okay, and then on TikTok, completely different um, vibe. Thought this was an urban myth. Hashtag NYC, hashtag Ratatouille, hashtag rat, hashtag emoji rat. And she played the Alicia Keys only version of Empire State of Mind. You know? The piano. Classic. The piano one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The piano one. Wow, she's like doing good work. Who would have known? (laughs) You know? I didn't know. (laughs) Well, that's so rude. I didn't know she was <laughs> that doing she was doing good work. Good work. No, I didn't know she was doing good work. <laughs> you because you don't watch Miss Maisel, no. you don't know how good she is at the only playing a a comedian, vintage comedian. Yeah, I hate the word comedian, but am I allowed to say that when I'm talking about Mrs. Maisel? Well, it's confusing because comedian is like outdated, but she plays an outdated comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Her name's that's Midge, right? That's what I will say that Midge is better at comedy than Che Diaz. If if I have to put anything out there in the world, <laughs> Midge does a Midge does a better set than Che. In terms of fake TV comedians, yeah, Midge is yes. better than Che Diaz. Yeah, hey, it's Che yes. Diaz. <laughs> Still, <laughs> you got to play the clip. I mean, that's funny, but it's just, I got it. What was it? It was Carrie O'Donnell's tweet that said the four scariest words in the English language or something. Hey, it's Che Diaz. <laughs> Hello. Hey, it's Che Diaz. Very funny. But we got to move up to Paulina Gretzky's 33rd birthday party. <laughs> Do we have to? Actually, we were so far along. We were doing so well. I think we do. We had a lot of stuff happening in Miami these days, which I think makes sense because it's getting cold up in the north. Wonder why and all the famous people are partying where it's warm and um, yeah. Well, maskless. guess where Denise Richards can like not wear a mask? Miami, Palm Beach. right? So Paulina Gretzky, who I don't believe we've ever talked about on the show, is the child of Wayne Gretzky, probably the the themiest hockey player of all time. And I'm saying this not because I'm a the sports great one fan, but because I can't name another hockey player. I can because of the Bruins. Like Cam Newton, I remember from the Bruins. But do you think Wayne Gretzky is the themiest like living hockey player? Yeah, definitely. That is fair. That's fair to say. Sure, okay. sure. Paulina's father is Wayne Gretzky. Okay, as we said, her mother is sort of is a model and actress, not famous. I never heard the name before, Janet Jones. But if you look her up, Janet Jones, you find out that she was in a league of their own, and she played a bell, boo, right? But I don't That's think boom. anybody remembers a bell. She played the racing bell. When you dress up as an Aliga their own person, you wear the pink, the light pink outfit. You don't wear the yellow outfit because they're the no, villains. No, I play. I wear the other outfit. You wear the yellow I'm outfit. Like, yeah, I'm like everyone else is just like. Well, I want to play like the villain. <laughs> you wear you know? the yellow villain outfit. Oh. Where's Daddy? In there. Hey, Barbara, you want to go to the movies with me? You want to go with me? <laughs> Bitch. What? I've been traded to Racine. You? I I told them to trade me. Oh, yeah, they'd really trade you. Miss Star, Miss Perfect. You know exactly what was going to happen the whole time. I didn't. This will be better than this. Rockford Peaches, Racine Bells, and she was a pitcher in that movie. 
and their daughter is Paulina Gretzky, and she just celebrated her 33rd birthday in Miami, and everyone went to this party. Her birthday party, Page Six couldn't stop writing about it. Uh, her birthday party racked up more than $25,000 at the bar. People were drinking, quote, Cristal and Dom Perignon all well, she night. she has, I will say she's talked about because she has like the perfect confluence of interesting things in terms of being a sports fan, which is she's Wayne Gretzky's daughter, mm-hmm. she's sexy, mm-hmm. and she's engaged to a really famous golf guy if you're into golf because he is like third ranked in the world. Again, don't know whether he's actually famous, but I assume if you're third ranked in the world of golf, you are, his name is Dustin Johnson, I assume that you people care about. And he you, won the right? Masters last year. So, like, clearly he's a he's a golf star. Never heard of him, mm-hmm. but he's a golf star. Uh, he's American. Uh, he definitely they definitely hang out with Donald Trump. It's definitely like a gross vibe. Mm-hmm. But she is basically a sexy golfer's wife and an heir to the Gretzky throne. Okay, no, that means nothing, you know. She's also been labeled something that I've never seen before in my life. A cleat chaser, which I so guess funny. is someone uh, who primarily dates golfers, famous golfers, specifically for clout. <laughs> clout, chaser, yeah, clout chaser, right? That's a pretty popular phrase. So she's being called a cleat chaser, a.k.a. you date athletes. Mm-hmm. It's the dress that's creating a firestorm on the internet. Dustin Johnson will win the U.S. Open. Dustin Johnson may have won the biggest tournament of his life, but it was his fiance, Paulina Gretzky, who stole the show in her tight white mini dress at the US Open. I vaguely remember this controversy that she was in though, even though I don't know about sports and don't care. I do remember, if you click that link, she was on the cover of Golf Digest. Hey guys, I'm Paulina Gretzky and I am so excited to be a part of Golf Digest May Fitness Issue. And people were like, why? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. she's not a golfer and women golfers were like, why is this like girlfriend of why is Wayne Gretzky's daughter on the cover of Golf Digest, you know? Okay. Like, we have women who play golf that should be, like, featured, you know? Right. So people were just, like, really pissed. And it was kind of like a sexy cover, mm-hmm. you know? Like holding a putter. or hold- She's, like, leaning against a golf club like it's a cane. <laughs> and she's in the umbrella video, you know? She's got, like, her booty, like, tooched, as <laughs> Tyra would say. Yes. You know? Yes. Anyways, I just thought that that was that was like a controversy Seven that she was ago. involved in. Yeah, yeah. Seven years ago, and now she's married. Now she's engaged to Dustin Johnston, and they party with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome a very special guest to the main stage, Paulina Gretzky. having a dinner party it's last mm-hmm. minute you've realized the cocktail i'm making this this happens to bobby all the time the specialty cocktail that josh is making 
we're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be, su- there's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store, but we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash, because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app, they get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. I was in Florida this past weekend and guess what was... The talk of the town. Your mom's aura frame? The aura frame. The aura frame kept, it was scrolling through every photo. I was like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that. Oh, there. I'm like, where'd they get that photo? There's always a photo where I'm like, where'd they get that photo? How'd they get that photo? I don't know where my mom gets the gifts that she sends me. Like when she <laughs> sends me a text gift, I'm like, where did you find that? And sometimes I look at her aura frame and I'm like, where did you download this? No, I'm like, where did you get this photo from? Whose Instagram did you steal this photo off of? You know? They love to steal from, and they love to just screenshot and not yeah. crops. It'll just oh. be like a cropped iPhone photo that's on the aura frame. Exactly, with comments and everything. It'll just be on. (laughs) It'll be zoomed in sometimes, so it's extra blurry. But you know what? That's how easy it is to get the photos on the aura frame because my parents can figure out how to do it. Do they do it well? No, but do they do it? Yes. And the other thing that's great about aura frames, when you give them to your mom, your mother, a mother in your life, a mother Mm -hmm. figure, it's a great Mother's Day gift, whoever the mother in your life is. You can connect it to your aura app. And, and you, you can, can just photos. send them photos. You right. can, if they approve it, you can just put photos and kind of troll them and have fun and put random photos. I do it to Lindsay sometimes. Yeah, he does. Um, you can do it to your mom. My mom gave me access because she likes putting. You got to be careful. Photos. You got to be a little careful with that, but you, you, should, you could do it. But you should do it. Got to be a little bit careful. But you Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and they come with unlimited storage because it's all in the cloud. So you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful, it's not another sweater. She'll love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. So right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code WHO at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Kalila's Twitter was so inactive that somebody hacked it and is trying to sell PS5s on it. <laughs> One of the great stories of the week. Also, it's Kalila. Found oh, that I didn't out know that. Looking up, looking up her name, looking up her, because I haven't thought about her in four ever. Found out that I've been pronouncing her name wrong this entire time. It's not Kalila, it's Kalila. It's Kalila. Ka-la-la. Kalila. She made a whole video about it, which is so smart. Anyway, so no, Kalela is not trying to sell you PS5s on her Twitter account, which she hasn't used since, <laughs> since, wait, when was it? I screencrapped her. Her last actual tweet that actually came from the musical artist Kalela was on January 3rd, 2020. So Kalela was uh, an artist who, I don't know, three, four, five years ago at this point, oh my God, five years ago, released an album and a series of songs that like critics love. People loved this music. And then kind of she went nowhere. She got a couple of profiles that were like, she's the next big thing. And this happens all the time to people. And then 
Went you compared her to like nowhere, Don Richard and like Janelle Monet vibes, like yeah, in terms I think of like Don Richard, futuristic R and B. Yeah, it's futuristic. Only one I could name was Rewind because I had put it on a playlist of mine five years ago or whatever. But that's the only one. And there's a lot of like Sky Ferreira in Kalala because she has a very dedicated group of fans who and they're are constantly clamoring for new music. Her to release an album constantly. And much like Sky Ferreira, she's like radio silence and response. And one of the indicators of this is because she doesn't have an active Twitter account. She hasn't tweeted since January of 2020. Then all of a sudden last week, <laughs> She starts tweeting again, but the Wait, tweets aren't not. But what's actually funny about this, it's not usually when people get hacked by like some robot trying to sell garbage on their account. It's actually like a robot. And I don't think the robot distinguishes between who they're hacking. But whoever hacked Kalala's account actually like knew who Kalala was because the, embodied because the tweet, well, didn't quite embody anything. But the tweet says, but you guys know how big I am on friendship and family. And I'm trying to sell these last four PS5s for a special friend of mine. So please. <laughs> Please do not troll me if you aren't interested in buying. It will just delay the album. So if you are interested in buying, DM me retail price. I'm crying that this, whoever scammed Kalala was like, please mention the album that will not be released because the fans. <laughs> also, ba based on Kalala's like musical aesthetic and like album art aesthetic and every photograph I've seen of her in the past, I feel like Kalala wouldn't have that doormat. <laughs> the doormat well that is in this photo. This is how we found out that it was not true. People were DMing her. And then posting the screenshot. So someone DM Kalala and says, interested in buying your PS5. How much are you thinking? And she responds, or air quotes, she responds, they're 540 each. And then the person responds with like a hypnotizing image that like kind of messes with your head when you look at it and goes, you want to release new music? And then instantly <laughs> Kalala blocked them. This is like pretty harmless fan behavior in the world of fan behaviors. So as you can tell, this was not actually her. And a couple hours later... She goes on Twitter and goes, I know y'all think I'm asleep, but LOL, I've been trying to regain control of this thing since New Year's Eve. Hacker locked me out, changed all my shit, but I'm finally back in this bitch. Next tweet, true, there's music, but sorry, no PS5s. Now let me get back to work. Love y'all. Part of me, like my full galaxy brain is thinking, was this just a way to get her back in like the cultural consciousness so that she could say I'm about to release new music. I, I know mean, that's not true. That's but what it you always be, think but it, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Like that's not true. I mean, I mean what a great way to tease new music after years of nothing. I mean what's more likely like a new Kalela album this person actually selling you a legit PS5 <laughs> or like which or new Sky Ferreira or album. New, yeah you have to rank those most likely to least likely. I'm going to do most likely to least likely. Most likely New Kalala album. Next up, fake Kalala sending me PS5s after I pay for them via Apple Pay. Least likely is still the Sky Forever. No oh, offense to Sky Ferreira. I don't believe this album is ever coming. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, if somebody did hack Sky Fierra's Twitter and was like, album's coming if you buy this PS5, I'd be like, how much? <laughs> and also if Sky Ferreira's Twitter said, I'm trying to offload these PS5s, I wouldn't question that it was Sky Ferreira. <laughs> You'd be like, you'd be like, oh, she has a new hobby. 
She would definitely like sign them. You know, oh I would try God. to buy a PS5 from Sky Stop from it. Everything no is embarrassing. This is huge for the community. And by the community, I mean people who have been thinking about Tyrese's backyard Benihana for like seven years now. Sorry, when did... Uh, Aziz went there in 2016. I'm about to roll this thing out to a real franchise. That's my goal this year. Very passionate about this. Gipsy Hana, baby. A full restaurant in my backyard for all my friends and my loved ones. I'm about to go public with this thing and roll it out. And the Lonely Island Boys were there in 2016. He had a party that was widely Instagrammed. Five plus. 2016, 17. Yeah, so over five years, the community has been thinking about Tyrese having a Benihana named Gibsy Hana that he calls Gibsy Hanas in his backyard. Seriously. Yeah, no, it's great. He hashtagged a Gibsy Hana. And now because the house is on the market, um, we have seen the real estate photos and it is even more elaborate than I real. Like, first of all, the house is hideous. But the Benihana is uh, iconic and actually, like, it's not just some tiny budget replica of a Benihana. It's cool and it's huge and it's a full-size Benihana No, um, it's hibachi the ultimate flex. Yes. Like, it's the ultimate flex. It's having a literal life-size Benihana that people can actually eat in with the, with the grill and everything. Mm -hmm. That's styled to look like a Benihana, which is quite the style, quite the vibe, mm -hmm. uh, that you literally bring in Benihana chefs to cook for you and your guests. Yes. Incredible. And this house is for sale. It's That's for why we're sale. getting a better look. It is about $3 million. It's in Woodland Hills, California. It's ugly as sin. <laughs> it's so <laughs> ugly. I cannot believe it. It's just hideous all around. But I like the I like the accoutrement though. Like he has the backyard is cool. The backyard's cool. There's a lot of stuff. The backyard's cool. He has a fire pit with like be a huge things bench surrounding it with a um, transformer <laughs> in the background yeah. for some like reason. Like bumblebee, I believe. Yeah. He literally has like a petty spa. I was impressed with that. He has he has a two petty spot. I don't mm -hmm. know how to explain this, but like the seats where you put your feet in and they give you a pedicure. Where you he sit has and they're up. Yeah, and there's his a own room with two of them in it mm -hmm. and a, a manicure station. Mm -hmm. But both the petty spot okay. and the Benihana are funny because you have to like, you have to like hire the manicurist or the pedicurist to like come. You have to hire the uh, wait, click on the click on the red fin. Scroll down and look who it's listed by. No, 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 yep. no. If it's Oppenheim, I'm going to scream. If it's Oppenheim, I'm going to scream. Listed by, look, look. Listed by Jason Oppenheim. <laughs> listed listed by, by Jason. Jason. Literally next season. This on... is on next season of Selling Sunset. <laughs> Holy shit. It's been on the market for 47 days, which is a lot for them, I feel like. Oh, this is going to be on next season of Selling Sunset. You're so right. 2.5% oh broker's commission. Mm -hmm. Listed by fucking Jason Oppenheim. Of course. It's going to be else would Mary be being this? like, so my pal Tyrese, um, he's selling his house. It has so much character. Um, it's so great. <laughs> he's a real sweetheart. <laughs> uh, we got confused because I just saw, we just saw a AD tour from Tyrese, but it's his house in it's Atlanta. It's his house in Atlanta, yeah. So I guess he may be just moving to Atlanta full time. Or just buying you know? another house. And... We're just buying another house. But yeah. it is, I mean, I got to say, building your own backyard Gibsy Hana and then selling the house is like 
very I'm in, I'm impressed. Yeah. He had this in this is so like what is his deal with boardrooms? Because one of the things that's in the most hideous room in this Redfin listing, well one of the most hideous rooms because there is an abundance of hideous rooms in this house mm, is a mm-hmm. boardroom, like a really long boardroom with uh, a big light fixture and a long conference table with like 10 seats around it. And it's weird because yeah, he was like, I need a boardroom in my Atlanta mansion, too. He had a boardroom there, too. I was like, he did. Who's, he like, loves what are that. these meetings that you're having? Like, I don't know. What? You're in the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> also, like, just have, like, a normal, like, desk and chairs. Like, you need, like, a long table with, like, that funny conference phone that you the have, like, this, the mics that go across the table. God, that never, ever work. Tyrese, you don't need a landline. I know that people miss like office culture, but I am I will never ever miss like going into a boardroom or whatever, like a conference room for a meeting. Hi, yeah, it's Lindsay, meet. Lindsay and Bobby. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. Um, can you move the mic closer to the other side of the table? Yep. Hi. <laughs> Doing well. Yeah. Yeah. How's the West Coast? <laughs> early. Early. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, stop doing cosplay. You don't even know what meetings are like anymore. Oh, I haven't had a meeting in so well. I haven't had a meeting with a lot of people in so long. Okay, let's move on to relationships. <laughs> Cursed, but there's a game at the end of it, so that's the light at the end of the tunnel of this. Okay, but we're gonna like skim through. We're gonna like we're gonna do our best to kind of like fly through this the relationships because I want to get to your game. We're not good at brevity, but let's try to be. Dua Lipa, them split from Anwar Hadid. Who? Um, they're quote on a break, but they're broken up. They're definitely broken up. Dua has to go on Here's vacation. Here's my guess. <laughs> His family is messy. Messy as hell right now. And I think she finally was like, uh, not right now for me. You know? Also, cases are surging, so Dua Lipa has to go on vacation. Um, that's the main <laughs> issue. Yeah, the travel Lipa bug hit again. <laughs> Dua Lipa has to go to the beach. <laughs> a different beach. Pressing pause, Dua Lipa and Anwar Hadid are, quote, on a break after dating for more than two years, a source confirms to Who Weekly. They're no longer dating. Uh, okay, moving on. What's next? Something a little bit more interesting. Justin Long is dating Kate Bosworth, who recently split up from her indie filmmaker husband, Mark Polish? Michael. Michael Polish? One oh. of those Polish brothers. <laughs> well, remember they had the divorce that was that really long um, thing on Instagram that it's everybody like, was like, we're so are you divorced other. or not? We're so yeah, in love with like, each other, but we're done. obsessed with each other. Yeah. yeah. Michael Very Polish. Very weird and long. Yeah. The way that just that the way that page six uh, found this out, or at least like sniffed this out, and this is still kind of a maybe mm-hmm. from them. I think. Well, right. They they're saying it's a yes, but they're act the way that you then you read it and you're like, this still feels mm-hmm. like a maybe. He has a yeah. podcast. Yeah, you used to love that podcast. You love Justin Long, by the way. Definitely a who. Kate Bosworth, definitely a who. But Justin Long is a them <laughs> to Lindsay because he is Lindsay's favorite. I've like had a crush on him for a long time. I don't ask. It's a whole thing. But a long time. But I don't know. My crush is kind of fading. Uh, mm, he hasn't done work that I've appreciated in a while. But I do love him. Okay. Anyways, don't cancel him if he ends up getting okay. canceled. You know? I don't want to be associated. <laughs> okay. Just saying. But he uh, okay. he yes. has a podcast. He said on the podcast he has a girlfriend. Right? So So they clocked that. Whoever is listening to all the celebrity podcasts and like close enough to hear when they mention I have a girlfriend Mm -hmm. or boyfriend is doing Mm -hmm. somebody God's work. But I don't know if it's God. Somebody's work. Then they made the connection that Justin Long had done a movie or had just filmed a movie with Kate Bosworth. And they posted an Instagram together. And it was kind of a very sweet Instagram. Then I think they kind of like went to the sources. And so multiple sources told Page Six that it's Kate Bosworth, basically. An insider said that they went to Estonia 
He went to Estonia with her. I mean, the problem, but we've is said she this not before. The most random. Kate Bosworth is the uh, living embodiment of Connecticut. <laughs> she is the state of Connecticut come to life. <laughs> Kate Bosworth and Justin Long is a weird connection because she's so random, and I uh-huh. guess he's kind of random. And you imagine like him dating like the like a funny girl or whatever. But Amanda Seyfried, Drew Barrymore, he dates like cool hot ladies. He does. And he's a goofball. There are Summit movie experiences when you learn a lot from another person. Well, we just wrapped one of those. All night shoots, working six day weeks, the exhaustion and sanity was off the grid. Holy moly, Justin Long, you are truly spectacular, fun, funny, kind, rare, thoughtful, totally fucking rad human being. Thanks for lifting us up. You kept it light and full of laughter, even during the toughest moments. You know how much I love you. Sorry, had to. Okay, so like, that's a lot of fucking. That's a lot of. That's a lot of. They got a lot of. We said we were going to do this quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I also think the I can't figure out what this movie is that they filmed, but I think it involves gnomes. I think it's called like Nomadland, but like as a gnome. There's like all this gnome imagery on their stuff. But the movie is not listed on IMDb, so I have no idea what this movie is, but they shot it. They finished shooting it almost a year It's ago. not listed on IMDb? Danger, no. danger, danger, it's not danger, listed. Danger. It's not listed under Justin Long or Kate Bosworth's IMDb, maybe on IMDb Pro, Weird. but it's not there. It's not there. Anyways. But they're definitely together. They're definitely together. Yeah. Speaking of weird, random coupling, Soleil Moon Fry, Punky Brewster, is dating Crazy Town Seth Bisner, as in <laughs> You're My Butterfly's Sugar Baby. Well, if you saw Kid 90, you'll know that the type of person that Soleil Moon Fry hung out with for years and years and years is Crazy Town's Seth Bisner, you know? <laughs> and what really kills me about this is, like, she went back to make this documentary about her, li- her life when she was younger and obviously had a lot of nostalgic moments for, like, the person that she used to be growing up and <laughs> And was like, bye-bye, husband. Hello, crazy town. Which is very like, <laughs> like, okay. Bye-bye, present. Hello, past. Yeah. Tr- like, truly. Because th- there's a whole mm-hmm. scene where she, remember when she connects with her ex? Like, she goes to his, where he lives now in, like, Kansas. Remember that? Yeah, Not and Kansas, he has that Outsiders like, Museum. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, like, kind of a kooky guy from the mm-hmm. 90s. Anyways, she found she, another like, talks kook- to Stephen Dorff. Like, oh. It's just funny because she's like... Crazy Town frontman Seth Binzer is somebody she went to high school with. (laughs) A source close to Binzer, who performs under the name Shifty Shellshock, tells people (laughs) Seth is really happy that the two reconnected and he's excited about the future. I mean, if you want to go to Crazy Town, all you have to do is go to Crazy Town's Wikipedia because it is such a strange place. You mean you're telling me Crazy Town is crazy? (laughs) Is a crazy place? Crazy Town is cuckoo bananas. Crazy Town is cuckoo bananas, crazy town. Crazy Town, sometimes abbreviated as CXT, that's news to me because apparently in 2017, uh, Seth Binzer's former bandmate, Brett Mazur, changed the name of Crazy Town to Crazy Town X. And I guess Seth Binzer changed it back to Crazy Town, although some people still call it Crazy Town X, which is abbreviated as CXT, which doesn't make any sense because it doesn't follow the right order. I don't understand Crazy Town members. Seth Binzer, Rick Dixon, Elias Tanous, a.k.a. E.T., Hosma Angelino, Roland Banks, and Filippo Dall'Inferno. Past members, there are 10 of them, including someone named James Bradley III. What is this band? I thought it was just the band that sang Butterfly, but apparently their history is way more fraught than I ever could have imagined. I'm the Butterfly, Sugar Baby. Is there any <laughs> sugar, other song? Baby. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, for like a one-hit wonder, it made a lot of impact in terms of like culturally, right? Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. I guess. 
no it did that was a big it song it did like because that was that like was a big song. that was a big I'm song but also i remember the video had like an aesthetic that stuck around for a while it was like sublimey you know it is the only song of theirs that charted at all and it topped the charts in the united states in the united mm-hmm. states but you know what these bands they can just dine out on this shit forever forever and they clearly are moving on next relationship nini leaks has a new boyfriend, uh, and it's getting so much press. We were talking about this before, but Nene Leakes isn't even on Housewives anymore, but people are fascinated. And it also is, makes it easier to talk about her on this podcast because we don't like talking about Housewives people, but she specifically isn't on Housewives anymore and is getting headlines outside of Housewives because she left Housewives and is dealing with personal drama, including the death of her husband. And now she's dating this guy named Niani Seo. And he's cute. They Instagram each other. So she's getting a lot of attention for dating this guy. And she's getting a lot of rude attention well, for Nini dating a guy. is a star. After the death of her husband. Nini yeah. is a star. She's like Housewives OG. Housewives and I think royalty for sure. Just like, just like a Bethany Frankel. It's kind of like one of those things where even though she's off Housewives, people still care yeah. a lot about Nini. And Nini like makes the rounds still like, you know, Nini's like still going on Wendy Williams like occasionally, mm-hmm. even though she's not on Housewives, mm-hmm. you know? So like. I think people care and I think people, you know, because her husband Greg was on the show so often and her his death and sickness was really public and she talked about it a lot like people really invested. So I think the tabloids know that Nene Leaks having a new boyfriend is like something that will get people interested, mm-hmm. you know. And not just a new boyfriend like a cute boyfriend who dresses really well, <laughs> like a guy who's like photogenic. I think that always helps like people are being like wow it's only been three months since the death of her husband that's not happening that much but it does exist a little bit and i think that that's part of the reason that it's getting written about so much because it's like oh well, wow very who recent don't history. who haven't lost a you know spouse don't yeah, really know what the yeah. vibe is she's truly just a who at this point not connected at all and he owns a, a a couture menswear company in charleston and they make really cute clothes and suits etc moving on this is very funny chase stokes who's a star of outer banks has a mystery woman in his life but here's here's us weekly's headline chase stokes alleged mystery woman fires back at claim she caused his split from madeline klein quote they're both single okay so this is because chase used to date his outer banks co-star madeline klein Page six's headline, which Lindsay found, is so much better than Us Weekly's headline. It is Outer Bank star Chase Stokes makes out with Rando after Madeline Klein breakup. So funny. I was just laughing. I feel like this episode is page six heavy, but page six is on fire for me. Because I just remember seeing this headline and being like, makes out with Rando is so funny. Because it's one thing to be like mystery woman. It's another thing to be like Rando. Rando. And he's, the photo is, there's video too, of him making out with this woman. And it's like, he's cornered her. And there's a guy looking at it and laughing, and he's lifting up her leg. So it is this really funny, precarious, like, move that they're in. Um, But I never see mystery people identified as randos in headlines. And it happened in Orlando, as you pointed out. So it's a rando in Orlando. (laughs) A rando in Orlando. It's a rando in Orlando. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to the most important relationship news, which involves Kanye West, them, and his string of who we mm, connections let's call them connections because not all of them are fully relationships he's been getting so many headlines lately for dating these random women or just being seen with random women and those women are okay those women are jay milan yasmin lopez venetria julia fox and an ab bearing mystery girl <laughs> i'm sorry what those women that kanye west has been getting headlines with 
over the past like two weeks are Jay Mulan, Yasmin Lopez, Vinny Tria, Julia Fox, and an ab-bearing mystery girl. Okay? Okay. So I wrote a quiz about these women um, to see, you know, what you knew about them. Here we go. Oh, no. Whose birthday party did Kanye attend last Wednesday night? Was it Julia Fox's, Yasmin Lopez's, Jay Mulan's, or ab-bearing mystery girl's? The first one? No, it was Jay Mulan's. Okay. Okay. What is Jay Mulan's occupation? Is she an actress, a musician, a restaurateur, or founder of a modeling slash creative agency? Founder founder of a modeling slash creative industry. Ding, ding, ding. You got that right. How many stars does her modeling slash creative agency have on Glassdoor? One, two, three, or four? Let's say four. Uh, no, sorry, Lindsay. It has one star. Uh, the Jay Mulan agency has one star on Glassdoor because there's only one review. And it says the only work any of the models get are back-end jobs for random upcoming artists for music videos or promotional model opportunities. We are mainly asked to attend clubs with Jay Mulan as her posse, go to random listening parties, random opening events for her friends, or to attend any of her little model boot camps or webinars. The place is a front and a scam. Okay. Where was this party? Channing Tatum's Saints and Sinners in New Orleans, James Harden's 13 in Houston, Michael Jordan's Steakhouse in Chicago, or Pharrell's Bar Bevy in Miami. Celebrity, which celebrity restaurant was it at? Michael Jordan's. No, it was at James Harden's 13 in Houston, okay? With whom did Kanye West attend Jay Mulan's birthday party at James Harden's 13 in Houston? Was it Yasmin Lopez? Julia Fox, Venetria, or Abbearing Mystery Girl? Abbearing Mystery Girl. No, no, no. It was Yasmin Lopez. What is Yasmin Lopez's occupation? Is she a rapper, a songwriter, an Instagram model, or the founder of a clothing line focusing on climate-conscious lingerie and sleepwear? Um... The cl- the lingerie sleepwear. No, she's an Instagram model. Did Kanye West violate the dress code at James Harden's 13 in Houston? Yes or no? I'm sure he did. He did. Uh, I went to their website and it said, At 13, we enforce a strict upscale dress code. We do not allow athletic apparel, jerseys, hats, beanies, bandanas, ball caps, oversized clothing, including baggy clothing, sleeves, shirts, or tank tops. Beachwear and gym attire, including sweatpants and hoodies, are also prohibited. Kanye West basically wore all of those things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he is like, he has his own fashion line. What's he going to do? Not wear it? Um, Where was Kanye spotted with the ab-bearing mystery girl on New Year's Day? Miami, Houston, New York City, or Honolulu? New York City. No, Miami. Which of these has a caption from the Daily Mail story about him and the ab-bearing mystery girl on a balcony in Miami? Newly single, Kanye West was spotted hanging out with the mystery girl on a hotel balcony in Miami on New Year's Day. Tuned in, the rapper was also spotted listening to his headphones. Taking it easy, Kanye's attention was off his female friend as he stood out in the sunshine wearing a black Balenciaga t-shirt and jeans. And va-va-voom, another scantily clad woman emerged for some fresh air. Oh my God. Wait, what am I? What Which am of those I? is a caption from the Daily Mail? Va-va-voom. Yes, but all of the above are captions from the Daily Mail. No. Va-va-voom. There was another woman, so it was actually two mystery women. Va-va-voom. Another scantily clad woman emerged for some fresh air. She's just wearing like a button-down shirt, but it's unbuttoned, so like it's kind of cleavagey. Okay. Which of these women is accusing Kanye West of cheating? Is it Jay Milan, Julia Fox, Yasmin Lopez, or Venetria? Venetria. No, Yasmin Lopez is accusing him. What is the occupation of Michaela Mendez, the woman Yasmin says that Kanye is cheating on her with? Is she a YouTuber, a screenwriter, a marketing executive, or a founder and CEO of a hydration startup called Filler Up? 
I wanted to be the hydration startup. No, she's a YouTuber. I made that up. <laughs> okay. Who did Kanye West reputedly split from a couple of weeks ago? Venetria, Yasmin Lopez, Julia Fox, or Jay Milan? Venetria. Venetria, yes, they split up. Okay. Where did Kanye West, two more questions. Where did Kanye West and Julia Fox eat dinner on Saturday night? Rayo's, Carbone, Via Carota, or Jekyll and Hyde? Carbone. <laughs> Carbone, you got it right. And the last question, what was Julia Fox's response when a paparazzi asked her whether or not there would be a second date? A, no comment. B, yes, definitely. C, this wasn't a date. We're just friends. Or D, I don't know. I don't know. It was I don't know. She said, I don't know. Okay, you didn't do well, but that was a very hard quiz. (laughs) That was an impossible quiz, but I do feel like I have the whole story now, which is sometimes the point of these quizzes is not for me to win. It's for us to get the whole story in a yes, it's us to get way. the whole story. So Kanye West is just going out. He wants to be seen. Basically, that's what's happening here. He wants to be seen and he's see- being seen with people who also want to be seen. And I think what I what is um compelling about this is that I think that none of these women uh, with the exception of Yasmin who and I think that even she's playing this up. I don't think any of them expect to date him long term or even short term. I think that they know they're just doing this for press and attention. And so is he. And it's just this like mutual understanding that like Kanye is kind of on one right now and wants to be seen. And if you would want to be seen right now too, like be seen with him. Anyway, let's move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? What is Rita up to, Lindsay? Great question. Uh, she's still in Australia? Because she's filming The Masked Singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she did That's that thing where you, where, you know, in Australia, they sep- they celebrate New Year's on their New Year's, and it's like just a full other day. <laughs> it's just like it's way too early or too late. I always forget. It's too early. They celebrate it like a million years before us, you know, like because they're in the future. Well, it was like when I was talking to Estelle on Christmas Day, and I was like, oh, what'd your parents do? How are your parents? How'd your parents enjoy Christmas? And she was like, well, yeah, they, they did stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, right. She's speaking in past tense because Christmas was yesterday. <laughs> they literally did. They literally did. They did stuff already. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. So like, so it's already past. But yeah, it's she, she celebrated uh, Australia. She was in Australia for New Year's. Mm-hmm. And then mass, her new mass Singer premiered, which is the UK mass Singer, which is confusing. She's in Australia, but the mass Singer premiered. Oh, it's Australian voice and British Max mass Singer. Yeah, Sorry. it's Davina McCall is her co-host because she keeps on posting about Davina McCall. And I'm like, that's a British person. Oh, uh, this is this should be the thing that we understand. She is British mass Singer. She is Australian, the voice. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. So we right. got that straightened out. Moving right. on. Moving on. She also turned up the heat as she went topless poolside in a collection of sexy snaps from her Australian stay. The great thing about Australia is it's always warm. You're usually warm. So she could be in a bikini all the time or topless. <laughs> or topless. <laughs> it's great weather for Rita Ora. You know, it's Rita Ora weather. It's Rita Ora weather. You mean like warm? <laughs> warm because she loves being at the beach. She also sizzles at the beach in a black string bikini as she prepares to celebrate New Year's Eve in Australia with boyfriend Taika Waititi. They celebrated New Year's together. Of course they did. She was also on, we didn't put this here, she was on Charlie's podcast. Charlie has a podcast uh, for the BBC called Best Song Ever. For the season finale, Charlie had on her 
close friend, Rita Ora. The episode's quite good, and I think you should play the clip. Rita and Charlie have a nice friendship. I think yeah. they really connect on a lot of things, especially they're both like kind of workaholics from what yeah. from what I gather. It's like they both like work really hard. Can I just interject there and say yeah. like you are just a very passionate person like and that's not a bad thing you give a lot of yourself to every situation whether that's your work falling in love with a person a friend anything you do and I think it's really important to say that because I think that it can be misconstrued sometimes in a really negative way and I don't think that that's fair because I think that you're just a life liver uh an hour gift to you aka another episode is now done we're taking the gift back our gift to you you can leave a gift for us though by calling 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns for our friday episode uh who's there uh, our call-in show thank you to katie and eric of the who's for providing our rita theme song thank you to timmy our research assistant for researching and assisting uh, providing editorial assistance uh timmy you're so great uh thank you to all of you for listening to what is actually Lindsay. about to be our seventh year doing this podcast we do the math (laughs) don't want i don't want to do the math i just know that last year was number six and our birthday is january 18th so so thank you for listening for this long thank you for starting up if you're new and we will see you on friday bye bye you will drive it Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by The CW. Naomi premieres Tuesday, January 11th, or you can stream free next day on The CW app.